Hello there, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm producer Ash, and this is True. If you've ever been stung by a honeybee, you know what a pain in the ass it can be, sometimes literally. But what about the bee? Did you ever stop to think about that poor bee? Well, maybe you should, because when a honeybee stings, it dies a horribly gruesome death, the likes of which would please George Romero or Dario Argento. Why does this happen? And how? Let's learn. First of all, not all bee species sting. Of the approximately 20,000 species of bees on the planet, around 500 do not sting. Instead, their self-defense technique is to bite. Moreover, not all bees die after stinging you. In fact, honeybees are the only species to suffer this fate, and, even more rare, only the worker honeybees possess this kamikaze biomechanism. Each hive contains some 60,000 worker bees, a few hundred male drones, and a single female queen bee. Worker honeybees are infertile females and act kind of like disposable soldiers for the colony. Their sole function is to gather nectar, pollinate, and defend their castle. The queen lays all of the eggs for the colony, and the drones fertilize them. The queen bee only stings when battling for dominance against another rival queen. And even then, she's able to survive that sting. We'll find out why in a little bit. While the hornet and the wasp are well known for their aggressive natures, honeybees are far more docile, and while they are away from the hive foraging for nectar or pollen, they will rarely sting, except when stepped on or roughly handled. However, honeybees will actively seek out and sting when they perceive the hive to be threatened, often being alerted to this by the release of attack pheromones. Let's learn about the fascinating structure of the honeybee stinger. It's hollow and pointed, like a hypodermic needle, and contains two rows of lancets, or saw-toothed blades. These blades are barbed and face outward like a harpoon. This structure is meant to drive the stinger as deep down into the victim as possible. As a bee stings, the blades alternate, scissoring together into your flesh, said Mark Winston, biologist and author of Bee Time, Lessons from the Hive. It looks and works kind of like a screw anchor, meaning that once in, the bee can't pull it out without amputating itself. As the honeybee tries to pull out the stinger, it ruptures its lower abdomen, leaving the stinger embedded in the victim's flesh, pulling with it all of the bee's entrails, basically disemboweling itself, leaving nothing but a gaping hole at the end of their torso. It's important to note that honeybees can pull their stingers out after stinging other insects. The phenomenon of self-evisceration only occurs if the victim's skin is sufficiently thick, such as a mammal's would be. Interestingly, honeybees aren't the only bee species with barbed stingers. Yellow jackets and some other wasps also have small barbs. But honeybees' stingers are just much more strongly barbed than the rest. Queen honeybees and bees of many other species, including bumblebees and many solitary bees, 
have smoother stingers with small barbs and can sting mammals repeatedly without incident. Do honeybees know what horrid fate will befall them if they are forced to sting you? And at what point in the process do they experience that inevitable, oh shit, moment? Maybe they know. Maybe they face their gruesome mortality with bravery and grace. So, go out and enjoy some sweet, delicious honey and thank your local honeybee. But don't get too close, lest you cause them to vivisect themselves upon you for your trespasses. My sources for this week's episode were PBS, BBC Wildlife Magazine, and Wikipedia. Thanks so much for joining, and we'll talk to you again next week.